0: This is The Resilience Podcast, 545, and I'm Cecil Ledesma. It's Tuesday, January 10th. Cherry blossoms are a symbolic flower of the spring, a time of renewal and the fleeting nature of life. After their beauty peaks around two weeks, the blossoms start to fall. The cherry blossom falls after its short, beautiful bloom. It floats gently down to earth. Its life is over, but the limitedness of its existence is one of the biggest reasons the blossom is so gorgeous. If we knew that the blossom would last forever, it wouldn't have the same poignant beauty, and we just might take it all for granted. The blossom's impermanence, its fleetingness, its transience, this is why we appreciate it. Our lives are similarly short. We have but a moment on this rock, but we forget that impermanence, and and take our days for granted, we fritter away those days with the wasted activities of TV, social media, computer games. If we remember the impermanence of life, perhaps we could appreciate its gentle passing with as much appreciation as a cherry blossom. Our struggle with impermanence causes much, if not all, of our suffering. We don't want things to change. We want things to be the way we want them. And when they are not, we are stressed or stressed out or frustrated, disappointed, grieving, mourning, wishing things were different. But What if we could accept this impermanence, accept the reality of this moment, embrace it as if we do the cherry blossom? Might we not be a bit more at peace with reality? For instance, a father that has dementia, and those around him witness the painful decline of his life. This is understandably hard for those who love him. But what if we could appreciate the beauty of his life and who he is at this moment instead of struggling against the loss of what he was? But what if we found the beauty in the moments we still have with him and appreciate what he's given us already? Today, I've made peace with myself. But there was a time when I would look back and see images of myself in my mind's eye and sometimes wish for the leanness of my youth. What if, instead, I could see the aging as a reminder of life's impermanence and realize that I have less time now than I did at 19 and set out to make the most of the moments I have left. If you have a son or a daughter moving on to adulthood which is difficult a topic unto itself because it's like you're losing a child and they'll be going out into the world without our protection exposed to the world's many daggers and insults what if instead we appreciate the moments we have with them while still living with us in our home and embrace the new son and daughter we have grown and ready to experience a new life. I have some work that I've been resisting for various reasons, probably because I'm afraid I don't know what I'm doing and think it'll disappoint people, but I can't know what life will bring, and I can't control what will come. All I can do is appreciate this moment and endeavor to do my very best with this work and not squander the precious minutes, hours, and days that I've been given to do this work. There are times I get frustrated with not sticking to a plan because yes, I fail at sticking to things like everyone else. But this is life. Unexpected, uncontrollable, not according to plan. We want to control things by planning and sticking to a plan, but life changes and fails to conform we can embrace this uncontrollable reality by accepting what happens adjusting figuring out a new plan in the moment and accepting that this might not turn out as we expect either often unexpected changes they come up to our day that cause frustration a crisis an unexpected visitor an unplanned event We can resist these changes and be angry or accept that life is unpredictable, full of changes, and appreciate this ever-changing nature of life as part of its overall wonder. In each of these situations, the impermanent, ever-changing nature of life can cause stress, frustration, sadness, and anger. But when we embrace the impermanence and work with it, life can be a joy and we can appreciate the painful beauty of this, of this temporary existence. There are lots of people and there are lots of possible motivations for doing our work from money to living the life you want to making yourself more comfortable or happy to serving the world in some, in some bigger way in many other possibilities. In fact, each act you do might have multiple motivations. For instance, I want to be the man that my son can look up to, a model in the world that he can use as he thinks about how to live his life. That doesn't mean I have to be perfect, but it does mean I'm not going to shy away from fear or discomfort, or if I do, I can strive to learn from that experience. I don't have to be superhuman, but I can strive to be loving toward myself, courageous and trustworthy. I think about my son and realize that I would absolutely do anything for him and that he is more important to me than worrying about a little discomfort. He is worth pushing into uncertainty when I feel like procrastinating. I have found that doing it for people that you care deeply about is incredibly powerful. And meditating on these people can really get you moving. It helps me to be a better man for others because that's how I want to live. That's how I choose to live. And it helps me to focus on the meaningful work I care most deeply about because I know that's more important than my own comfort and distractions. The cherry blossom falls after its short beautiful bloom. As we watch the blossom falling we see ourselves in it and we feel the supreme gravity of the moment.